0: Hello, and welcome to Plan B, a podcast about all the latest news and updates related to citizenship by investment by CS Global Partners, a London headquartered legal government advisory and marketing firm. My name is Aisha Mohammed, and I'm your host. In our last episode, we spoke with Beatrice Gatti, who gave us great insight into St Kitts and Nevis's limited time offer on its Sustainable Growth Fund option, which was introduced in early July. You can catch up on the episode and others by subscribing to Plan B on Spotify or iTunes. You can also find an episode breakdown on our website at www.csglobalpartners.com under the resources section. On today's show, we'll be talking about changes to Dominica's Citizenship by Investment program announced by the government in July. These changes affect the applicant's dependence, costs, post-citizenship additions, and documentary requirements. But first, some CBI highlights and updates from this week. St. Kitts and Nevis's Citizenship by Investment program has a major hand in developing the nation's sports. Prime Minister Timothy Harris, as a guest on last month's webinar from Kenefe Times, in collaboration with CS Global Partners, spoke about the international athletic track on the island of Nevis that's funded by CBI and highlighted the importance of sports in the region. The coronavirus pandemic has rearranged how the world's passports are rated as different countries cope with the virus at home. According to one index, the Australian Ordinary Passport now ranks ninth making it more powerful than that from the United States, which plunged to be on par with Mexico and Uruguay. The volume of investments in immigration programs of the EU countries crossed the historic mark. New data reveals that investment in EU immigration programs surged to 5 billion in 2019. And those are this week's CBI updates. On today's show, we welcome back Natasha Jones, a Legal Assistant at CS Global Partners. Natasha will walk us through all the details of the changes to Dominica's CBI program affecting families. Welcome back to Plan B, Natasha. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. So with so many businesses opening again and people starting to come back out, do you feel normalcy finally? Are you back into your routine? I don't know, really. I think it still feels a bit odd. Um,
1: I've been going out here and there, but I'm still afraid to get on public transport and all that. So I don't really, I wouldn't say I'm 100% back into my routine, but it is nice now to be able to go out, see more people.
0: Great. So let's just get started. Can you tell us how the definition of dependent has expanded with the new changes to Dominica's CBI programme?
1: Yes. So Dominica expanded its definition of dependent quite significantly. Um, Firstly, for the benefit of our listeners, I think I should just explain that a dependent is a family member who is eligible to be included in an application for citizenship. Um, In terms of the changes implemented by Dominica, dependent adult children aged 18 to 30, parents and grandparents, must now only show that they are substantially supported. Um, And this can be either by the main applicant or the main applicant's spouse. So previously, adult children had to show that they were fully supported, But by the main applicant only and they had to be in attendance at an institution of higher learning Um, similarly parents and grandparents were required to be both living with and fully supported by the main applicant only so allowing for dependents to be substantially rather than fully supported and by either the main applicant or the main applicant spouse and removing additional education or cohabitation requirements is therefore a lot less restrictive secondly Dominica removed the minimum age threshold for dependent parents and grandparents. So before the changes, only parents and grandparents above the age of 55 were eligible, um, whereas now parents and grandparents of any age may be included, as long as they meet the requirement of being substantially supported. And lastly, Dominica now allows the inclusion of a biological or legally adopted sibling of the main applicant or of the main applicant's spouse, as long as that sibling is age 25 or under, single, childless, and substantially supported by the main applicant or the main applicant's spouse. Importantly, if the sibling is under 18, that sibling must have received consent to make an application and that must be from all individuals with parental responsibility for the sibling.
0: One of the things investors can appreciate about CBI in the Caribbean is that it's inclusive in many ways. Not only are family members of the main applicant given the opportunity to be included in the initial application, but applicants can also apply for the post citizenship edition of family members. Can you tell us about the recent changes to post citizenship editions under Dominica's CBI programme?
1: So, Dominica has also increased the scope of post citizenship editions under its programme. And to clarify, post citizenship editions only apply to family members of applicants who have received citizenship through the programme already. So under the new changes, children born or adopted after citizenship was obtained are now eligible to be added at any time after birth or adoption. Spouses married after the original application was made may also be added, um, but that will be at a cost of 75,000 US dollars. Importantly, applications for the post-citizenship addition of new children and spouses can be made by all persons who obtained citizenship through the programme and not just by the main applicant. And lastly, any dependent who would have qualified as a dependent at the time the original application was made can also be added, but this must be by the original main applicant only. The cost of such an addition differs according to how much time has passed since the grant of citizenship. So, for applications made more than one year after the grant of citizenship, however, the cost increases. In terms of the fees, processing fees, due diligence fees, and certificate of naturalisation fees also apply, and additional due diligence fees of US dollars must be paid by the original applicant if the post-citizenship application is submitted more than one year after the date the original application was submitted. However, this additional fee does not apply to the addition of children
0: born or adopted after citizenship was obtained. A lot of these questions are technical, but to try and give our listeners a better grip of the changes, can you give us an example of a type of family that might be better catered to with the new changes to the definition of dependent? perhaps by using a TV family? Of course, Um, I can use the
1: royal family as an example. So take, for example, a family consisting of William, the main applicant, Kate, the main applicant's spouse, their child, George, who is aged 25, not in education, but still living with them. William's mother, Elizabeth, who is aged 50 and who is living in accommodation paid for by William and Kate's sibling Pippa who is age 20 and attending a university paid for by Kate. Now under the new changes to Dominica's CBI program William would be able to include all of these family members in an application for citizenship. Previously however George would not have been eligible as he isn't in education. Elizabeth would not have been eligible as she's under the age of 55 in this example and not living with William. And HIPAA would not have been eligible, as no provision was made previously for siblings to be included in an application.
0: So why has the government now decided to make these changes?
1: Well, part of the reason that Dominica remains at the forefront of the investor immigration industry, having been voted, as you know, the best CBI program in the world for three consecutive years in the CBI index, is because it's always monitoring the direction of the industry in order to adapt and improve its program. And one central trend in recent times has been to expand the definition of dependent and decrease prices for large families. We saw this in May when Antigua and Barbuda priced its University of the West Indies Fund more competitively for families, and when St. Lucia permitted the inclusion of siblings in June. Most recently, as we heard in the last episode of the podcast, St. Kitts and Nevis implemented a limited time offer that reduced the contribution amount for families too. And so in order to keep pace with the industry, Dominique's recent changes prioritise families.
0: You mentioned that the country is prioritising families when it comes to attracting investors. Why is importance placed on this?
1: Well, since the onset of COVID-19, we have seen a shift in investor priorities. Um, Now, many investors are seeking a second citizenship as a means to ensure that they are able to settle indefinitely in a welcoming, safe location with their families should the need arise. Um, And family eligibility is therefore a significant consideration for prospective investors as it is now a lot more important to ensure that one's whole family has a place they can call home should a crisis occur, and COVID-19 is just one such example of a crisis. So countries like Dominica are recognising the importance of family reunification for investors. So by implementing family friendly changes, Dominica ultimately seeks to encourage investors and their family members to choose Dominica as their country of second citizenship.
0: So those are all of our questions. Thank you so much for joining us today, Natasha. We appreciate all of your insights. This concludes our fifth episode of season two. If you have any topics or questions you'd like for us to discuss on Plan B, let us know and we'll be happy to have an expert address your concerns. Next Wednesday, we'll be back with more insightful guests that will talk to us about CBI's role in ecotourism and real estate in Dominica. Until then, if you have any questions about CBI or would like to find out more, please visit www.csglobalpartners.com. Thank you for listening and stay safe.